hello, this is um, the after station head podcast kind of thingy, sort of, when we're under the bridge in Williamsburg, I'm with, um, damn, I want to be cute and funny, so this is like, like, my spirit animal, this is like, uh, my boss, and then like, she's also a client, and then I'm a manager, and then... We're like super close friends, and then we have super closer friends that we're mutual friends with, and just my nigga. What up, Sasha? What's up? <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's lit. This is about to be wow. about to be ultra casual, <laughs> ultra casual conversation. Yeah, that was a nice intro. Thanks. Good. Um, shout out Station Head. Shout out to Jason for making everything happen. With Saji, I apologize for not letting y'all hear my voice, but uh, appreciate all the viewers. Station Head's like I'm not. I'm gonna just tell the truth. They're blowing up and. I'm happy we're on the school bus before it goes to the moon, you know? No, like, how many people do you know get to be a part of something before it, like, goes haywire and people don't know, you know, that you was there at the beginning, you know? Yeah, that's definitely, like, always never the easiest part. Everyone usually wants to get involved, like, too late. Yeah, like, imagine the people who was putting up posters for Drake for, like, So Far Gone. Damn, no. Comeback season. Exactly. Come back. Like, imagine someone putting those posters up and feeling like I was there before everybody. Because, you know, like, once you get to, like, a certain level of, like, um, infamy or fame or just a level of um, consistent work, you start having people around you that you don't even know. Not because you're, you're doing the wrong thing or you're jaded or blind. It's just success draws in people. Yeah. doesn't matter who you are. Like, I know I'm not trying to... Um, foretell your future or prognosticate but you you, you, you look warm right now you flavor it up and you, you probably get DMs every AKA, day of someone aka you're like I've been here since day one yeah. you have been though you have been I've yeah been but uh, oh man your level of of, of um, litness just kind of hit me because what you're telling me is you, the level that you're about to ascend to you're telling me thank god you were here like I wasn't <laughs> even I was being retrospective so I was like you kind of just took me there but it's all good Um, yeah, so, like, those situations are funny because now we're here. I told you the good news with me, right? About the, about the shoe. Yes. Yeah. I can, I can low-key talk about it on my own platform. I'm bossing up. Uh, Jason, I don't know if you know this, but I have a Nike coming out next month. Yeah, man, so. Yeah. I'm not gonna go crazy with it, but I'm. No, you know what was funny? When I was like, yo, send me a picture of it. I'm thinking you're going to send me a picture of, like, this shoot. You sent me Mace, welcome back. I'm like, oh, my God, where's he going with this? And then you sent me a picture of the shoe, and I'm like, yo, low-key, that's super fire. Like, yeah. Just, you know, bringing it back, referencing to Mace. And I think it's going to – I'm excited for you. That's pretty big. Like, yeah, you know? I'm going to spill a little tea. I don't care. The shoe, I'm going to name it, is, um like, the name of it is going to be called Uptown Barlow's. That's the name of the shoe. Wow. And I'm going to tell you why. Because they call Barlow's West Coast-ish. And they call me East Coast Barlow's. This is true. So I'm from Uptown Harlem. This so we're going to call the shoe Uptown Barlow's. You know, like, true. you know, when Ye got a shoe with LV, you know, he um he named it after his man's in them. Mm-hmm. Named the Jasper, the Hudson, the, the, Don. the Don, you know. Yep. That's what you do with your people. You empower them by any means. Because that's the only way to go. Like... If you want to really share your, your power, your power is giving people around you power. That's the most powerful thing someone can do is empower someone around them. 
Like, if you're hogging it, like, I didn't listen to the Jay-Z album, like the Jay-Z Beyonce album that much, but I heard the one track he said, I guess it's on Friends, and he was like, in my circle, if you're the only one with money and all your friends are broke, you're broke. Yes, yo, honestly, okay, so I've been listening to the album, but today specifically, mm -hmm. I was coming out of the shower and I was getting dressed and I was like, I was like, wait, did he just say? And I had to like bring it back. And he basically said, like what you just said, you know, we call it broke if everybody gets a piece of the pie and you walk away with nothing. Like that's broke to them. And I was like, yo, that's actually so true. That whole album is actually really, really good. Just as far as like his references and what they speak about. You should actually also watch um, his David Letterman interview. Yeah, I've seen that on Netflix. Yeah, yeah I've seen that on Netflix. Yeah, nah, shout out to Netflix. Listen, so I have to play devil's advocate. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like this Jay-Z album is very much a Beyonce album featuring Jay-Z. Oh, for sure. She wrote his raps. And listen, yeah. I'm going to tell you why. I feel like once he cheated, he no longer has power in a relationship at the moment. He has to do... If you're in a relationship and a guy does something that you don't like, what does the guy do? He makes sure he's on point to make mm -hmm. you feel better. Mm -hmm. So this is them playing that out musically and sonically. Like he has to, usually Jay-Z manicures everything that she does from her working with Swiss Beats to her working with Pharrell to her getting writing with Frank Ocean and whoever. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now that Beyonce's on a different level because she has a whole team now, she's like, well, let me try. And he can't say no because he's a cheater. So it's like, and she's like, I always liked you with your hair. And now he has hair. You know, because usually when he grows hair, it's album mode. Yeah. But now he has hair to have hair. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets dressed like J. Cole. I'm, 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 I'm just being honest with you right now. I really feel like this album is like the I have to do my woman right type of album. You know? So creatively, I feel like he wasn't able to spread his wings. He's playing in the pocket of what his wife needed him to do. I mean, I feel you on that. I mean, that whole situation with him even cheating, I'm like, no, I don't want to believe it, you know, because it's, it's Jay-Z and Beyonce, you know, you're trying to, I feel like everyone has like this image in their head that they're like this perfect, mm -hmm. you know, representation of a couple that's in the industry who's been together for so long and just to hear him even talk about like his infidelity issues and stuff it, you know they got remarried and even the reference that she made on the track she was like you fucked the stone up had to get another one mm. like i was like oh okay you know well for me just being honest i think the infidelity made them more realistic but you know at one point i thought it was like i was like nah i feel like it's maybe like I feel like they're good. Maybe they're just doing it for like, because this is like when she had Lemonade. But now listening, if you listen to Lemonade and then you watch his Netflix documentary or sorry, his Netflix interview and then you listen to this album, it's like, okay, they actually really went through some shit. Like, yeah, you know? absolutely. You know, the only thing me personally I don't agree with is if I'm in trouble with my partner, I'm not gonna act like I can't go anywhere. Cause that was his thing. He said basically within his raps that he didn't go to Kanye's wedding because he was fighting internally with his wife. So he didn't want to leave that situation to try to go support someone. But if y'all brothers, like Kanye West said, if y'all brothers, you make that happen. You gotta fake it. You gotta do something because that's a moment for your brother. Mm -hmm. But you can't come off like, 
Kanye's in the wrong because you're the cheater. So you made the mess. I could see if like they didn't go because you know some pregnancy situation or some health reasons, but it's because you did something bad and you've been trying to patch it up. So the last thing you was worried about was another man's wedding. Yeah. I don't. To me personally, how I grew up, I just don't think that's like the waviest excuse. But not my relationship. They put it in wax. I just gave my opinion. <laughs> Moving forward. How was Miami? Miami was good. Miami was really good. I got to relax, spend time with my family, got some sun. Um, I worked on a deck for, I was telling, I was telling him I styled, uh, I put together a deck in Miami for Anne Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new artist, basically. Uh, he signed an Interscope. Is he a singer? Yep. Um, Usually he, when someone has a first or last name, they're a singer. Yep. It's never like a... No, rappers are usually just one name. Yeah. Singers are first and last name. Yeah, so like you, so like dudes like Khalid and Black, they could always rap because they got rap names. <laughs> they're just singers. That's true. Yeah, like they... You know, if you hear a first and last name rapper, you got to be good. You got to be Kanye West. And even still, he still got yay. <laughs> he still got yay and Yeezy. You know, but like, you know, first and last. But yeah, so Anne Ray... So, yeah, so my friend Ashley had reached out to me because they reached out to her like, yeah, you know, we would love to get you on board for this. And she was like, okay, I'm coming on board. I'll help. But definitely he needs a stylist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know someone who I feel like will match his style and like, you know, gel well together with him. And she reached out to me and I was just like, I looked at his Instagram and I was like, all right, I see. I see the look he has. Like, I see the look he's going for. And then I put together a deck, she sent it to them, and they were, like, on board. And then I just, he had his first show here. Uh, he's on tour right now with Sir. So, it's like a five-city tour. First show was New York, and uh, that was my first time meeting him. And it worked out really well. He liked everything, and I'll be working with him from now on. Man, shout out to the unknown artists who go on tour early and get real fans. And then, mm -hmm. then, then eventually... But yo, honestly, he had, like, the line outside. Like, we got there for sound check, And there was people outside, like, you know, waiting for him and stuff. And it was crazy because I had never really listened to his stuff. and Like, I kept seeing it everywhere. And low-key, just off of his album cover, like, I'll show you. I was like, yo, Chris Brown got a, a new EP? Because it just mm -hmm. looks like some Chris Brown type of shit. You really just thought it was Chris Brown. I was like, That's Chris super Brown? funny. I was like, Chris, I'm going to show you. I was like, come on. Oh, yeah. I thought that was breezy. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. dope. So I kept seeing it everywhere. And then I listened to it, you know, and Ashley was just like, yo, I'm telling you, he's going to. Because she always works with artists, too, like very beginning, like Kendrick before Good Kid Mad City. She helped out Brent Fires before. He is where he is today, and you know, Aaron. She was just like, I love his music. I love the direction that he's going in, and she, you know, she was really happy to be a part of it. And even now, just like meeting him and stuff, like super humble, super nice, like just. If she's busy, we might gotta throw her at Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> we got the budget, Ashley. If you hear this, we got the budget. But yeah, she was just like, yeah, I would love to be a part of it, and. Honestly, just even seeing him, like, at the stage that he's in right now, humble and, like, eager. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's that's usually doesn't really last for so long for so many artists. 
But so it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning about being lit. So you did at the beginning. <laughs> you did at the Genesis. So, okay. Yeah, it was it was good. It was like perfect timing. It wasn't like a forced. It wasn't you know like when I brought in the clothes and stuff. Low key, I was just like, yo, it's nervous. It's nerve wracking at first. You're just like, all right, like I think this is fire, but like, is he gonna think this is fire? Like, is he really gonna want to wear this? So when I pulled out all the looks, he was like, yo, I don't know which one to wear. Like. Can I, what what should I wear? Like he wanted, he liked everything. So that's ill. It worked out good. That's ill. That's rare because because some people just you know like a lot of people from what I've heard about styling because I hear I only hear the horror stories. I never hear the success stories except for from my homegirl Fatima. She be working hard. Shout out to Fatima. But I always hear about the artists always like wanting something that's like unattainable or they want something super gnarly like they're shooting a rap video or something like that just for them to pull up looking like they play soccer it's like come on you know yeah. like you're asking for craziness but that's not even really you like are you you know not and that's the thing like even when i was looking at his instagram and stuff i was like all right like it wouldn't make sense for him to just be like in a full rap fit you know what i mean or like gucci or balenciaga like he needs to Basically, wear exactly what he's wearing, but just a little more elevated. Wait, random. Have you been to the Gucci store yet? The one on Wooster? No, I haven't. I know. It's bad. Jason, go to the Gucci store. <laughs> Every employee who works there looks like they style Jerry Leto. <laughs> no, they are Gucci from head to toe. I heard they wear tracksuits. Is that... Yeah, some yeah. of them wear tracksuits, but also they let them wear the runway stuff so they look like money in there. Everyone looks like a lady. <laughs> Everyone looks like a lily. Yo, no, that's crazy. They're, they're icy. Even the little ugly little gym shoes with all the little gems on it. No. They're, they're wearing he head to toe, head to toe, pajamas, all of that. Everybody. Because I was just in Miami and I went to the Gucci store with Ashley and nobody in there was wearing that. They were just like suits. But like, this store know. was curated by Alexandro and Dapper Dan. So, like. So it's different. They're trying to make it like supreme feeling where like the people who work there wear this stuff to the point where you feel like. I'm living it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Dap. I need, I need my Gucci hat for my birthday. The, the Gucci Yankee one? Yeah. Yo. 500. Literally, I was at a barbecue the other day and someone was like, yo, I'm about to get this. And I was like, let me see. And I was like, how much is that? He was like, 560. I was like, what the fuck? But it was fire. Like. What, what color? Uh, he showed me, I think it was like navy or black. They have a burgundy as well. <laughs> they do? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Summertime. Summertime flea. Um, I was gonna ask you something that was important, man. I can't forget. Yeah, we both lived in Florida. So yep. that's one another connection we have that's super ill. Let's talk about something really weird right now. The level of disconnect Floridians have to the internet. Oh my god. A lot of people <laughs> believe that people in Florida are just like normal like Miami is not Florida. No. That is literally 25%, if that, of the culture there. Yeah. And that's only because it's a big city. There's Tampa, there's Orlando, Kissimmee outside of Orlando. Tallahassee. Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Belle Glaze, Fort Lauderdale, Broward, Hollywood, St. <laughs> Pete. Oh, my God. You know, it's... Yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot. So, like, there's areas in Florida still where, like, you could play a Jay-Z song, and you'd be like, man... This is one of the best songs out. And then they'll say, no, it's not. And then they'll play you either a Trick Daddy song, a Ply song, 
Young Jeezy or Lil Bootsy and Webby and tell you that's an ill song right now. Definitely. You know? So, not to segue into this, but honestly, the um, XXX situation is sad, but I feel like I have a little bit more um, knowledge of what's going on down there because I think people think, because like, I think when we grew up, when we were younger, when you hear about like rappers being killed, it's like a big conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But in Florida, I think it's very point A to point B. He had money. The people who probably murdered him didn't have money. And they killed him because they were trying to rob him, most likely. You know, I don't think it's anything deeper than that. You know, I think as rap, uh, as us being rap fans, we love, like, the mystery. Because Tupac and Biggie was such a mystery. Mm-hmm. But with this, this is Florida. They're very cut and dry. You yeah. know, like, Florida is not, you know. And I'm talking to someone who lived in one of the best areas ever, Toronto. So... Clearly, you understand people and human interaction. So, you living in Florida, that's like heaven and hell almost. Yeah, it was honestly like literally a culture shock when I first moved from Toronto to Florida. Like, I was listening to legit like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, NSYNC, fucking B44. I'm sure none of you guys ever heard of that. No? B44? B44 was fire. I heard of B5. B, oh, B5 was my shit too, but that was when I like, got to Florida. But B44, O-Town. You know? Oh, love O-Town. Okay, we're getting Yeah, O-Town's lit. But like, that was like, you know, when I grew up in Canada. And then I moved to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And I went to West Pine Middle School. And literally my first day of school, I remember my mom, she sent me to school in what I thought was like super cute. Some tie-dye pink pants. <laughs> and I figure skated like hardcore all in Canada. So wow. my sweater had a little girl on it figure skating. And then there was like glitter as ice on the bottom of the sweater. And I remember going to school and everybody like girls had Jordans. That's when you had the belt that that ma- you had to have the belt that matched your shoes. You had like the nameplate earrings, the baby hairs were all like swoosh and shit. <laughs> and literally, I was like, oh my. Everyone had like a fire GN Sport backpack. I had oh, the GN Sport backpack that had like six compartments. Like, I didn't have just the one, co- you know, the classic yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally had like Vans and Converse because, like, low key, those have always been affordable, you know? And but Vans and Converse in, are, in, in these prehistoric times are like. What are you doing? Exactly. But yeah. but that's what it was. My mom was like, you know, if you get these dirty, it's okay. Like, I don't, I'm not going to spend X amount on some shoes. So, mind you, I go to school now. It's first day. And I'm like, oh, my God. I felt, like, embarrassed with what I was wearing. Like, you know, I was like, I want to be cool. I want the cool shoes and stuff. But music-wise, everybody was listening to, like, John Rule, you know, um, Nelly, all the 999 and 2000 like era, that's mm-hmm. what everyone was listening to, and I still was not there yet. Remember when Foot Locker had the 2 for 89? Yo, chill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if whoever's listening remembers that, but that was a bit. I, I survived off that. The 2 for 89, it really polished who I am to this day because I, I had to learn how to be resourceful with low level options, you know, because 2 for 89, you couldn't get Air Force Ones. You couldn't really get Nike at all. You could probably get like a Fila and a New Balance or an Adidas <laughs> and a Fila, something like that. And you just had to make it work. I, I never was really a big fan of Reebok or whatever. Never. You know, Nike boys over here. But, yeah. um, man, you it was so tough. And I used to, 
make things happen. I remember when I was in eighth grade, I went to a really bad school in Jacksonville. The first day of school, my mother's paycheck, my mother uh, 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 paycheck for my shoes didn't drop yet because my mother would do one paycheck for all clothes, next paycheck, all sneakers. Uh-huh. The paycheck for sneakers came a little late. So during school, I just had to hurry up and get some shoes. <laughs> so I got some fucking Converse, right? So I got the navy blue Converse. I had the five for twenty uh, Foot Locker tees. I know you remember five that. Five for twenty. The five for twenty Foot Locker tees, and it then biggest shit probably. And then I wore some khakis. I went to school basically as Smokey from Friday. I went to school oh as Smokey from Friday. Like it was so embarrassing, but it it helped me understand, you know, so much more about myself that week. That was a strong week, man. I had to. Be my, I had to be my best friend, man. I had to be <laughs> my own best friend. Yeah, so Florida is just like a different beast when it comes to um, cultures and trying different stuff. Remember wearing skinny jeans down there? They would think I skateboarded. They would think, um, even in college, they they would ask me stupid questions like, do you do the jerk dance? They would, yeah. they would ask me, are you a jerk? And I'd be like, are you asking me like the most cliche way like in the song? Like, no, that's not. It's weird. I don't know why, but like Florida does not... There's probably like I want to say you said 25%, but I would say I don't know anywhere from like five to ten percent of people in Florida get fashion. It's uh, so weird. I don't know what it is. It's like a I different culture over there. I wasn't even saying they was getting it. I was just saying tw- uh, Miami is just 25% of oh, the yeah. culture. Oh yeah, for you sure. You know, because yeah. usually stuff from Miami. Bubbles up to other states and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It travels, you know, because I've seen certain slang people in Miami or Philadelphia use, and it comes all the way to Jacksonville. Like um, they got some weird slang over there. It's- yeah, like Jason. I'm just gonna keep saying your name. I'm gonna name drop it to people just know who you are, but uh, all across the world. But um, they like they have this word in Florida called slide. <laughs> so like, if you like the new Yay album, they be like that new Yay slide. Yeah. You like what? But that's their terminology. Word. You know, or like um, the word cap, that's been a word in Florida. Like, if like to be capping is to be lying. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, all he do over there, he just be capping. But Atlanta is so smooth, they put no cap, like no lie. See, no one's even made that, like, that, that no correlation. Said, yeah. yeah, but that's exactly where they get it from. But in Florida, they've always used those words. They're just, they're just a, little, a little in their own world, man. You know, because it really is his own world. I make a joke. They haven't been the same since the George Bush votes got, uh, or those, or those votes got lost for that Al Gore election. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. That's why I'm like over here shaking my yeah. head, like, it nah. Was, yeah, that's crazy. Um, man. But, no, go ahead. Did you ever move back to Florida? Yeah. I Where? Would. Tampa. Tampa. Why so far? Because Tampa is not Miami, so I wouldn't get bored of like Florida in general. It has a lot going on there. Tampa has like five malls. They have some of the best houses. They really close to like multiple beaches, not just Miami Beach. And it doesn't have that homeless feel that Miami does. Miami has a very, like if you're not in Coral Gables or outside of Miami somewhere, North Miami Beach or something, you're basically around the city. And the city is like, you know, it's either you're in the hood or you're in Wynwood or you're on the on the strip. and I don't know. No, know? honestly, it's true because it's like I agree and disagree. Because even just being there for 11 days, I was like, 
okay, good to relax, but in Wynwood, it literally switches like so quick. You drive down Biscayne, and Biscayne's like all nice, but the street like that's literally directly across from Biscayne, like the back street, is like crazy bad. Like yeah, that's Overtown. Like, but right there, it's like Biscayne, and then yeah, Overtown. It's just, it's so crazy. Like many nights, even just now when I was there, like driving, I was like, okay, my door is locked because low key, it's the type of neighborhood that no, like, if you I stop know. at a light, someone will, a bum will run up on your car or just anyone, or like the, jump on depending your on, car. Or depending shit. on the situation you have going on, it's crazy. Um, but I've always liked Tampa. Just Tampa just has like they're just chill people. Like you ever heard like the people in like Oregon or Seattle are super chill? Yeah. Tampa is chill to me. I like people who just easy going. I like the food there. I like the food. What kind of food they got? First of all, let's just talk about the South. Zaxby's. It's a banger. Finger licking. Yo, it's a banger. I just had finger licking when I was in Miami. I took my sister there. She had never ate there before. And I was like, oh my God, Sarah, how have you not eaten here? Literally, so good. All barbecues. Bangers. And all seafood. Real seafood. Not New York Harlem seafood. I'm sorry. I'm from Harlem. Seafood is trash in Harlem. Bari, stop eating that shit. No. Real seafood in the South, like red crabs, like blue crabs that turn red, and yeah. the sausage and the corn and the oh man, yeah. No, I, come on. I okay, you have a point. You have a point. Straight bangers. Then the sauces that they put on wings is so different. Like in the South, they have sweet and tangy. That doesn't exist up here. It you really to, doesn't. You have to buy it from Walmart. Except Walmart, for real. Yeah, I order it from Walmart and I get it shipped to me. The fuck? Import life. <laughs> Hashtag import life. No, yeah. But I had BBQs, I want to say, a couple weeks ago, and the sweet and sticky wings. They taste like the honey mustard. Wings or something? Yo. Is it verbatim? Yo. Taste Budweiser? Yo. It's, it was pretty fire. They're big as shit, though. Like, literally one wing is. I like, know the wings are too big because everybody knows, nobody ever finishes those handy wings. See, I don't like that. I don't like, even like in Florida, everyone loves Fridays. They love the Jack Daniels. Like, literally, you go to Fridays on their menu, 50% of the menu is like Jack Daniels infused somehow. (laughs) So nasty, right? But like, a lot of people in Florida love that. Like, who wants chicken wings with Jack Daniels, like, taste to it? I don't know. I don't really like it. It's a little bitter. It's like too much. It tastes like a straight shot to me personally, but people like it. Well, I love sweet and tangy sauce. I get it imported here from Walmart. I miss Walmart. Yeah, shop on Walmart. They stay. They ship everywhere. Yo, Walmart. They, they, they ship everywhere, and they ship fast. Cause like I, I bought a big tub of it, like the big tube of the sweet and tangy. Comes in like two days. Yo. Like it's it's on it's on its way. Yeah. So. Yeah, I would, I would definitely move back, but I'm, I'm I'm on a little quest right now. I wouldn't mind living overseas, like in Japan, for a year. Cause I would totally. Because the reason why is because for one, you'll get ultra cultured. I'm eating ramen after this, by the way. I'm just letting you know. I'm going back to the city to eat ramen. I don't know. Where are you going? Um, right down Allen. On Allen, what ramen spot is on Allen? That small ramen spot. It's real cute and it's good. It's super good. Yeah, on you know Allen? you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's on Allen Street. It's right by um. It's right by the um the hotel right there. It's like on the next street. Boom, it's super small. I don't know the name, but it's good. I'm going. I'm like, if it's not Ipido. That's like, have you ever had Ipido? What? 
everyone knows Ipido. It's like literally, it's so fucking good, but you can never, you can't eat there after three o'clock, like, because it's always a yes, wait. It and literally, so cool. it's the type of place that they'll literally be like, all right, so your wait right now is gonna be like two hours and forty-five minutes. Do you want to put your name down? Like, how do you tell someone you have a two-hour and forty-five-minute wait? But Ipido will tell you. But if you go during the day, like before their last seating is like three thirty. So if you go before then, you could totally eat. It's really, really good. Mm. Well, this place on Allen is about to go down. Now, I was segueing with that to I like being overseas because you get the feeling of what it feels like to either be in prison or to be dead because a lot of people disconnect from you because you're in a whole other time zone. So usually you don't even have a chance to really, if, you, if you're not really caring, like I'm not a big social media guy. So what I mean by that is like, I have to go look for the news to find it. It doesn't find me. I like it like that. Cause I don't want to wake up to bad stuff just because it's there. Someone should have to tell me and prepare myself mentally cause I'm emotionally unstable and then go see it. You know, I shouldn't have to wake up and it's already coming for me. You know, I don't, I don't want that. I'm not, I'm not like that. So for someone like me, if I went to like Japan for like, six months, I wouldn't know what's going on over here. You know, I really wouldn't. You know, I'd t totally be out of it. So creatively, I'd be pure because I wouldn't be tainted by what's going on in America or what people deem as cool. You know, that's why I want to give it a try one day. Probably when I'm older and more distinguished. So like when I'm super chill and cool and people are like, oh yeah, I already lives in like Japan now. Like it's like a yeah. myth. Like at that point, <laughs> It'll be dope. Not right now because it'll feel like FOMO to the highest degree. Mm -hmm. But I always felt like that. I feel like when you're in a different time zone, you don't know what's going on. You know, shout out to Siobhan. I feel like that's what made her want to move to New York. It's like I want to be in it and not miss it. But the thing is, I feel like when you, when you go away from like New York or whatever, if you were to move to Japan, I feel like at first you might feel like you're missing out on stuff. But then it's just like, I feel like you'll come back and it'll be like the same thing, but yet you'll have progressed like so far. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's going to be the same thing. You're right. You're right. You're right. I would totally move to Japan. I want to go. I'm supposed to go in September. I, ho I hope I go, but I've always wanted to go. Yeah, it just yeah. seems like the most interesting place. Like anytime I see anyone go over there, the amount of like, food and stores and culture that they like experience over there i'm just like i want to experience it and everyone just seems like to themselves like here you walk down the street and like random people will talk to you on the street like you know just say anything but there it feels like everyone just minds their own business and like just does what they have to do like they move low-key i feel like when we go over there we're the ones that are like oh my god like, you know yeah, but I mean? they waving phones at you if, if you look like Childish Gambino. Shout out to Barlow's. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's so funny about that? So, Lele and I were like, um, he like came to meet up with us and we were like, yo, you look like Gambino. And he was like, no, like, no, I don't, blah, blah, blah. Then we get to the hotel. The first stop we make, the concierge at the front, she was like, oh my God. He looks like Childish Gambino. And we're like, you see? And then throughout the day, like, everyone just kept telling him that. Mm -hmm. And we were like, yo, you gotta, you gotta stick with it. Like, <laughs> it's pretty, 
I wouldn't. I would, if I was him, I wouldn't mind that. He has to conquer his doppelganger. I conquered my doppelganger situation because you know how to like go link, or he looks like me. Oh my god! Yeah, so we we linked up, we met, we had like a fake play date, we hung out, and now when people hit him up, he's like, "Yeah, I know you're talking about. That's my homie." But see, that's not my homie. I'm his homie. Yeah. So I conquered my doppelganger. So I don't feel stressed about it no more, you know, because I'm not trying to look like somebody. Because there's some people who favor some people, and they say, you know what, I think I'm going to steal their swag a little bit. Yeah. You know, like that, it's a girl out there who looks like Rihanna, but she looks like, like, Umbrella Rihanna. So she always wears her hair like Umbrella version of Rihanna. Okay. And it's like young kids that look like Travis Scott and them, they always dress like them and stuff. It's like you're feeding into it more by looking the part. You're like the whole starter kit. Don't do that. Yeah, no. Be yourself. Yeah. You know, totally be yourself. Heck yeah. But yeah, um, what size shoe you wear in men's? In men's, I'm a cool five and a half. Okay, so that means we got to get your shoe off the off the email, not off the release. Mm-hmm. So you might have yours early. Honestly, I'd be so happy. I like them. I'm like, that's a huge moment, like just for you, like, you know, super young and having a shoe with Nike, like, that's amazing. Yeah, but it's so dope how, how it was set up because for one, I'm doing it with charity and two, is through a third-party company. So, like, you know who Ruba is who used to work for Elle yeah. Magazine? She did the same thing, her and Ferris Bueller, last year. And it's okay. through a company called Sneaker Lab, but a.k.a. Cultivator. And they set up everything for you. So they set up the swatches, everything you choose, and they kind of put it out for you. So, you put, okay. so it's like a seven-day link where you can go purchase the shoe, but after that, it's dead, you know? So I have no physical pairs other than, like, the pair they'll give me before the release, but don't worry, I'm going to make some... Coming I, soon? I'm going to make some adjustments to that. No worries. I'm going to make some adjustments to that, definitely. So it's going to be ill. Um, when is it set to come out? July 23rd. Oh, shit, like, soon. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Did you just have this in the works for months and not say anything? Because usually shoes... Usually shoes be taken... Yes and no. Yes and no. It's a situation where um, you had to figure it out months ago, but everything doesn't get going until, like, now, rather. So, I don't know. The story would be played out better once I do the the promo and all that stuff. I'm kind of giddy. It's kind of crazy. Are you, like, I would feel super excited. Yeah, like, um... I don't know, because it won't feel crazy until you see the shoe, I feel like. Did you tell your parents? Yeah, my mom's stoked. My mom, she... But my mom's one of my biggest fans, so she's... I wouldn't say she's never impressed. She just feels like everything's on the table. This is why when I came back to New York, she was like, all right, I get it. Like, you're in that world. You should do well. (laughs) And we're doing well, so... Yeah, man. But, um... Yeah, I feel good. That's good. I'm happy for you. Yeah. How do you feel about the whole... I know we you mentioned it earlier, but how do you feel about the whole like XX situation? Um, the reason why I'm mad is only because he's really good as an artist. He's really good. He wasn't my cup of tea, but you know when you're good when, you can, when you're a new artist and you sell triple digits. Like the big three to me of the new artists that no one can deny that are universally liked, Kodak Black, Lil Uzi Vert, XXX. Those were the big three who definitely had it. Like, there's other rappers who are, who, are, who are good, like, that are new. But those three had the biggest appeal to, like, be, like, 
huge, you know, like mega stars, you know. Mm -hmm. You can tell little Uzi starting to get there because just the way he dresses and the, 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 the jewelry he wears and the way his persona is starting to be, it's like he's like a superstar. Kodak Black, he's going to be the people's champ to the point where everyone elevates him there. And then I thought X, musically, he was going to get there, you know. So it's, it's really sad. It's very sad. And I think it should make people be more aware of their choices that they make. Mm-hmm. And I really don't even feel like it happened, but it did, and he's gone, and he's, you know, it's a situation for younger artists or for younger fans as well because, like, he was, like, their champion. So. It is crazy sad, especially because, honest, I'm going to be, like, 100% honest. I didn't know his music like that. Like, I knew who he was and stuff, but my little sister is, like, cool with him, and, you know, his literally reading everything on the internet it's sad that people literally have like so much negative things to say about his situation which yes i know it wasn't the best situation but it still doesn't mean anyone deserved to like you know lose their life and that situation too was even a little weird because my sister is really close with his ex-girl. Yeah, the girl. So she was actually staying at my house, like at my mom's house in Florida during that time, you know? And even my sister, like she, you know, when I spoke to her on the phone, she was just like, it's so sad because, you know, he really is like a good person. Like, you know what I mean? She was just like always nice. And yes, he's made mistakes. Everyone has. But to be 20, to literally like, Imagine, like, you just wake up one day, you're going motorcycle shopping, and then, like, you're gone, you know? Also, never would I be apologist for any side, but the one thing I feel like people didn't give him a fair shake with is that they didn't let the full thing play out. Like, let the facts be the facts and let hearsay be hearsay. But hearsay has become facts in his situation because of what she's written out. What she's written out, I'm not here to say whether it's true or not, but... That's what the court system's for. But people wasn't even letting that be that. They're like, well, for all this to be what it is, it has to just be true. And that plays into a bigger role where, like, in society, the same way cops kill people or the same way certain people are in charge and we just let that be what it is, there are situations where no matter what, a woman can demonize a guy and we just feel like the guy's guilty if he has rough around the edges tendencies without addressing the environment that that person's from, you know? And people don't want to blame it on the environment. People feel like we're all equal. And they're like, no, there's no way you should be that evil because, no, because I'm raised like this, so I'm assuming you was raised like this. No, look at what we just talked about. We just talked about the bad area outside of Wynwood. There's areas where our laws and our rules of morality don't exist. They really don't, you know? And some people who don't look like us or do look like us come from those depths and those crevices. Everyone's not going to get polished up like a, you know, like a Meek Mill. You know, we seen what Meek Mill looked like before he was famous. Mm -hmm. He was rough around the edges beyond that. Like, his hair looked like a slab of ribs. Like, it was just, he was rough, you know? If you would have seen him on any train, you would have thought he was either asking for money or going to take someone's purse. Yeah. And now this guy's well polished. So, you can't really judge immediately. I, I've always been one of those people, let me get all the information I can get before I just jump out the window and say something crazy. But I think I've always been like that because I've always had a smart mouth. Most people never had a smart mouth and now they have an outlet to say whatever they please and they just want to say whatever they please. 
And that's their prerogative. I'm just saying my side. Whatever. Um, not even to like end it or like end it on a dreary note, but ultimately he's gonna be remembered well. For sure. You know, cause his music and his rise was very much like it was it was very fast, but it was very appropriate of the times. Mm-hmm. He was very much of the times and hopefully the next artist that comes who has that kind of momentum or the artists that are still here understand that like just because you're a little different and a little gnarly doesn't mean you got to sit around and have everything in your life as that. You can have some balance. It's okay. Yeah. Like, you know, you can date a girl who doesn't want to like kill herself as well. You know, because that's that's two toxic people. Nothing's good going to come out of it. Yeah, no. You know? I think they were definitely both going through like some shit that they both needed to yeah, like, separate. I, no, no absolutely. Like. You know, absolutely. But um and R.I.P. Then, yes. Yeah, yeah, R.I.P. Definitely. Um, do you have any shout outs? You have anything coming up? Um. Yes. Uh oh. Okay. 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 <laughs> yes. That's all you had to say. That's all you had to say. That's all yes. you had to say. Um, I've never done this before. You want to drop your Instagram? <laughs> what? You want to drop me? <laughs> I've never asked anyone. Yeah, I'm like I never heard that before on any of your other podcasts. All right, well then you gotta just find her. Then it's cool. I'm not. We not dropping nothing. Um, yeah. Again, shout out. If to- you know, you know. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> shout out Station Head again. Shout out Jason. Uh, shout out Sachi. He's somewhere jealous right now. He's jelly. He's not getting none of the good um, interviews because he's in VA. But we're here. Great convos. We'll do this again. Yes, of course. See, I told you it was easy. To ramen, I go. This is Woody vs. Poppy.